This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good morning, man. Man, good morning to you too, sir. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> I'm doing good. It feels good to say good morning occasionally. We don't uh, get to do that as often as we used to. No, but I got to tell you, given the subject matter that we're going to be diving into today, mm. it is very appropriate. That it does are, make uh, sense. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing this this morning. You know, so we mentioned last week, but uh, of course, I am here in Jackson, Mississippi That's with right. you. Yeah. Now, what we did not mention last week is where we are like, like physically. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is really exciting. You've talked a bit about this on the show before, but this is my first time experiencing this. The the shop has been doing very well. There has been a lot of kind of mix-ups and change-ups in the kind of local industry and yeah. the tobacco space, specifically in the cigar space, yeah. with kind of some competitors bowing out and new customers looking for a new kind of cigar vendor and everything. Yeah. You had moved the old shop to the new location a couple of years ago. Right. That's kind of- Still new. getting used to that. Still, exactly. <laughs> Still getting used to that, You know, which was great. You had all of this new space. Remember when, when the current space was all this new space? And it was like, man, how are we going to fill that up? Yeah, that happened quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so now what was like, even last time I was here, which was in, I want to say September last year, not that terribly long ago. Yeah, it was, it was in the fall. Yeah. yeah. Then you and I were actually recording in the back office. Right. Which with is your, our blending room. In the blending bl- room. Blended all of our pipe tobacco. Back right. Here. That's yeah, right. Yeah. You're yeah. very open about your blending practices. And it's one of those things <laughs> That we, that's, that's a joke for the long time listeners. You caught me <laughs> But uh, we were back in We were back in the office And I'm telling you You know it, I, I think I took a picture And I think I posted it out on, on social media So it may be out there somewhere But it it was cramped If I can say this yeah, I mean sure. like Like, like sure. on either side of us It was just these shelves Packed with pipe tobacco. We had this yep. little table that we were able to fit there with, you know, me trying to like, you know, set up the old microphones like we used to do on the on the bar and everything. We were trying to we were trying to make it work, and we did, but it, it was it, it was, was tight, tight quarters. It was tight quarters, and so you you were you were at, you know busting at the seams over there. So as of very very recently, yeah, and th- this week, <laughs> yeah, your your shipping operation uh, has moved to a new location. Yeah, fairly close to the store. It is a drive, but it's not not a far drive. Fairly yeah. close to the store, and we are actually in. Uh, the the Country Squire Annex, I guess. What, what, what are you going to call this place? I think that's a good way to put it. The Country Squire Annex. Yeah. yeah. With the shipping operation, we've got Caleb the intern, just like a room next door, blending up some stuff. That's like, exactly right. Yeah. So we've got, um, you know, we're going to do some of our blending on site at the, uh, at the shop, and then some of our blending will take place over here. Um, always very open about our blending and then, um, <laughs> but it, but it is, we're only a quarter of a mile from the business. Well, people so, were complaining. John uh, David's always back there blending and it's like, right. he needs his own blending space. Like, let's just like put yeah. him somewhere else. No, that's right. He make can it, blend. Make it comfortable. Anybody can go stuff. over there and blend. It's right. fine. Yeah. <laughs> like a comfortable spot for you that, to that, blend. That's it. Very convenient. Very convenient. Uh, so we're, we're right. <laughs> right down the street uh from the shop and it's just uh very very good easy way to um you know tip in and tip out <laughs> right uh when we need to so um and also yeah. this is will be the new place where you'll be recording from so we're going to be recording from here from now on the acoustics are a little better there's not uh, any kind of crazy construction and yes. uh, carpeted floors and you know it's just a little more uh, conducive to uh, to better recording experience. So, and I can leave the equipment set up and all that kind of stuff. That'll so, be real nice. Um, so, you know, it's fun. We have um, we needed a um, two things. You, you mentioned our shop is um, you know doing well. We, we're fortunately uh, you know growing. It has presented a lot of uh, growth issues, which we're thankful to to have. But um, you know, yeah, we're trying to get this uh, new humidor that's much larger, uh, ready to go. We've got our uh, shipping business that. Uh, we needed it, it has grown in its own right, and so we are, you know have moved that to a location right down the street, uh, so we can help take care of that some. And then um, our back room at the shop, which uh, was our uh, primary blending room, and we'll still do some of that there, but that's going to be dedicated to uh, pipe storage, accessory storage, uh, some office space. But it's going to give us much more of an opportunity to have uh, a variety in our online offerings. Yeah. You know, that's the thing is like we've kind of been limited 
limited basically to what we can put on our website uh, because of, of space. And so we're, you know, we're hoping to in the near future, won't be, won't be this week, won't be next week, won't be next month, but, uh, but in the very near future, kind of uh, start expanding, um, you know, what we offer on our website. So. I'm excited. I'm very excited about this location, Matt. Cause like, I, I, you know, I, you know, you were walking in like, oh, it's all a mess and everything's over here and there. Like you're like in that John David, like, oh, well, you know, everything's the worst and the sky is falling. <laughs> Look down glass like, half empty all i could see is like potential i'm like dude no like like you could do tours like when people come for pilgrimages <laughs> now hear me out i know you're gonna hate me for saying this on air but like you know this isn't gonna happen anytime soon so let me just say that but i mean like once you've got this place set up i could really see like people coming to the shop kind of getting that shop experience maybe going next door get a little coffee get a little little whiskey or something like that right and heading over here for like this private vip experience of like a blending lesson or something like that it look it reminds me of uh, our, our friend Paul Bonds of Bean Fruit Coffee. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the location that he was at before, he's in a new location now, but back back in the day, he had a location out in the middle of nowhere and he had this big coffee roastery warehouse, but he also had this little kind of like side room. I don't know if you ever went there, mm-hmm. but like he had this little side, like private cappuccino, like machine type situation with yeah. pour over. And like, like this is, and, and you know, for, for folks that, that don't know this guy, like he is a like a coffee nerd. He is a connoisseur and a nerd when it comes to like the precise temperatures of thing, the roastery, he knows the history, all of the different regions they come from. And this was his personal barista place where he would brew his own coffee. Yeah. And uh, he gave us a tour of his, you know, his roastery. And then we came and we sat there at his personal bar and he made me and my wife a coffee. I, I see this space is almost kind of potentially having kind that, of being that ability. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Where you can, where, you know, folks well, you can come in and, and experience something yeah, like that. You never that. know. You yeah. never know. We, um, you know, are going to, um, you know, do a lot of those, um, you know, blending, uh, things at the, at the shop and then also here and, um, and it is close to the shop, so we, we might figure that out. But, yeah, I, um, I I know you hate me for saying that on air, but I just think it's got so much potential. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> we we are excited about. It. I mean, you know, and frankly, we're just thankful that um, you know, in the midst of all the insanity of the world, um, which is very insane, um, you know, that we have been um, you know, fortunate enough to to let our business continue to grow, yeah. and um, and so we'll see. You know, we're just gonna continue to try to. Uh, work hard and stay humble and trust the Lord. That's hey, all. That's all we got. Listen, you're not you're not wrong that it has been a crazy year, and I you know I, I think this has constantly happened year over year. We we keep wondering whether or not people want us to stay on the air, and <laughs> the the crazy thing is, it would seem that yes, people do actually continue on Country Squire Radio. The support has continued to grow even in what has been a really really past tough year, and even continues to grow with the support at Patreon.com/slash Country Squire Radio. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, we uh, we we want to just say thank you to everybody who has been supporting the show for for years now uh if you would like to also add your support to the show head over to patreon.com slash country squire radio you can sign up there join the international uh pipe club and uh, and also get some great benefits like our first hundred episodes that are available to you um man in those first hundred episodes uh i i we 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 talked a little tolkien we did we did we talked Um, much tolkien we did well we could have talked more I think we probably there's always have. room to talk more Tolkien. There really is. And it's one of those things. I feel like when people think about like a pipe tobacco podcast, yeah, especially one that's, you know, kind of we, we walk this line of deep industry knowledge and like consumer like like fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, like sure. the, kind of the, the art form of it. But then also the industry. We try to we try to bring that to the to the table. Uh but I feel like a lot of people would expect, like, you know, you're talking about Lord of the Rings, you're talking about Gandalf, you're talking, it's just a church warden podcast. Or something <laughs> right, like right. And, and the reality is, is no, that we, we've, we've almost gone out of our way to talk as little Tolkien as possible. Uh, <laughs> I, maybe, I think that's probably fair. This I don't a- know. I mean, I, yeah, I think we, 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 we bring a lot of that into the show, which is, it sh- we should, and yeah. it's worth it and, and, and worthy of that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, we, we give it. We give it some time of day. Yeah. Yeah. There's always room for more. There's always room for more. So, so what I love is <laughs> Tolkien, uh, as a pipe smoking icon and somebody who has done much for pipe lore and, and kind of pipe culture and pipes in pop culture. Yeah, sure. Uh, and well, of that's, course, yeah, that's not questionable. No, I mean, it's, it's a, there's, there's a, like I, I would, I would argue that there's a ton of listeners tuning in right now who could probably track their pipe journey in some form or fashion. Uh, the works of Tolkien has actually had a, yeah. a pretty significant impact. So, so there's, there's a, a desire to constantly pay homage there. So like, like the, I just want to acknowledge that. Okay. That, yep. that aspect. Uh-huh. Right? And, and we agree on this. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. absolutely. Because because there's others. I've, I've seen it. I yeah. mean, I've seen I've seen I've seen it. You know, I see it all the time. Because there's things that and listeners may not get this from time to time. You and I don't don't always see eye to eye on certain things. You're wrong all the time. Well, I, I you know you, <laughs> you certainly think that that's true all the time. But there there are there are areas, especially when it comes to content for the show, where where you know we're not always aligned on. Like so, maybe I have a desire for a certain kind of show. Right. That, and I won't say it because we made an agreement years ago not to even say it because we were getting such flack from certain listeners who were tired of that joke. But, but, but let's just say we do, we do a series called Squire Select. Oh my. Where we pair pipe tobacco with, uh, with whiskey. And it's a lot of fun. I'm still a little blurry this morning. So I just, I, <laughs> I, snuck this I, one I let myself get blindsided here. It's like that, you know, I, I knew, I know the topic that we're going to discuss today. And it's like, well, you know, obviously it, there might be room for Bo to, you know, bring in some uh, shades of these other, uh, uh, you know, topics that, uh, that we've shot down uh, hook, line and sinker in the past. Uh-huh. But, um, but, but here we are. No, no, no that's all I'm saying. Go, Go ahead. We've, we've, we, we do we do a pairings of, of pipe tobacco and whiskey. I have offered up in the past pipe tobacco pairings with other such uh, non-liquid based items. Right. And, and you have vehemently disagreed it. You said it would be a uh, 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 shameless, I believe is a word that it was shameless. Used. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, one, one of our listeners even said jumping the shark, jumping which, the shark, which is a, a, a Fonz uh, reference. But, you know, it's a, that's, you know, that that's. There's something to be said for that, which is why we have made the agreement not to do that episode. Probably until our last, the last episode. Of <laughs> that, that'll probably be the case. So we're not. We're, we're never doing that. But today, my friend, today this takes our love for Tolkien and our desire to pair pipe tobacco with anything, with with anything really, and which we get requests for all the time. All the time. I, I will have to say, we get requests for this all the man. Why don't y'all pair, you know, tobaccos with music or or pipe carvers with you know music or art or something like this? Right, we, right. You know, people people recommend this regularly, so I, I, you know, I'll grant you that. Yeah, and so we, you know, and we try to do that sparingly, and so this is the great thing. We've got these two topics that we try to do sparingly. <laughs> Today we get to marry the two, and not only that, we actually are splitting this up into a two harder because it's such a, a this is gonna be fun a fun one uh and so yes we are doing a hobbit meal plan pipe tobacco pair <laughs> <laughs> so so let, let's talk about it man okay so uh you know if you've, if you've never read the lord of the rings before you're not familiar with uh, the hobbit or lord of the rings or the Put this of, down immediately go to your local barnes and noble i just you get get to get to work get on it you're listening to the wrong like pipe media right now like you're, you're right. consuming the wrong pipe media if you've not not read that Lo- load up your <laughs> giant bowl and uh and, and and have at it that's right so you've got these beautiful creatures of hobbits that we um have a lot of uh, uh fondness for because not only are they hairy like us not only are they short like us uh, not only are they you know prone to have a couple extra pounds like us, like us, uh, but they are also <laughs> fans of pipe tobacco like us. Yeah. Yeah, Brian Levine. Yeah, well, you know, he's he's certainly one. Uh, <laughs> but but you know, and so there there's a lot of uh, affection that that goes to kind of this connection that we may feel with with the hobbits of of Tolkien's work. And the hobbits are are a simple folk. They enjoy uh, life and gardening and nature and uh, good quality uh, drink and good quality uh, fun and music and song and dance and food. And one of the things that uh, you know that is very um, iconic to the Hobbit, uh, aside from their hairy feet and their their church warden pipes, is their multiple meals per day. That's right, multiple meals per day. Well, you know the life of the Hobbit. You you just encapsulated it very well, and I, honestly, you know, as we think about it, it kind of is inspiring. You know, when you get lost in the in the rhythms of the insane day, mm. you know, and how do you get your life back from that? Well, I mean, they, they, they focus on the, on the tangible, on the, you know, uh, very on the necessary, on the routine, on the mundane, you know, that's the, that's kind of where, uh, life is lived. And, and, you know, so it's, we're not just going to eat, we're going to eat with purpose, you know, there's right. going to be, um, you know, fun and creativity involved in it. And it's going to be a real rallying point of, uh, of our day and our, and who we are. And so, uh, and so we're going to eat all the time. Yeah. No, man, it's true. And, and you think about, um, you know, Tolkien very specifically introduced the concept of pipe tobacco in his universe in Middle Earth 
from the uh, specifically stemming from the hobbits. Like this was a practice that the outside world, the only ones that really adopted the uh, you know the hobbit leaf were those that were kind of like more prone to understanding their ways. Everybody else kind of write it off as frivolous or it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah, and it was it, you know weird and and you know they're going about their more like driving towards industry and driving towards you know trying to uh, you know uh, you know focus in on on you know I mean again. The ring is is kind of in and of itself a, a symbolism of technology and kind of the corruption that, that comes along with that. Mm. And mm. so, you know, there there is kind of that tied to the hearts of man that, you know, you have kind of this desire towards this this kind of corruption that exists there. And so you think about the ones that fought against it. Those were the ones smoking pipes because they were more tied to the hobbits that themselves were really removed from that mm. desire towards technology. They didn't have as strong an, an impulse there, Gollum notwithstanding. And so they were enjoying their pipes. They were enjoying nature. And so it's fascinating. There, there is a there there is a hero hobbit in every pipe smoker that you reward whenever you enjoy your pipe. I think I think that's fair. I think so too. Yeah. And, and today we are going to reward that in multiple layers because uh, <laughs> we're going to go through this meal plan and we are going to pair pipe tobacco with every single meal. Yes. In the hobbits' uh, like <laughs> <laughs> meal meal times. So I'm gonna run it down. So we got you got breakfast. It's yeah. 7 a.m. This is, you know, let's do it this way. You wake up, John David. Right. You're a hobbit. Your feet are a little bigger and a little hairier. Right. You're a little bit shorter, but not much. And <laughs> this is how you, know, you wake up, you start your day, 7 a.m., you're eating breakfast. All right? Yeah. Then it's time to get to work because you got another meal coming up at 9 a.m., that's second breakfast. Right. All right? Then at 11 o'clock, you have another meal. Then you might forget the name of this, so it's nice that it's 11 o'clock. 11 C's. Right. Right. And then at 1 o'clock, you have luncheon. Right. Then you got your afternoon tea at three. Mm-hmm. Then you got your dinner at six. And then, and this is tricky because you're about to go to bed. You need to make sure because you've been eating all day. You got to, you got to fill yourself up because you got to be sleeping. You right. can't eat while you're sleeping. That's why you got supper at nine. And supper's at nine. Supper at nine. And that, that, you know, gets you through the night until you reach breakfast again. That's right. Right. Which is tough, you know, because I mean, like, obviously you got to sustain. I mean, you. You know, you're kind of surprised there's not like a meal, a midnight snack. Why is there, you know, there's only seven <laughs> meals. Why aren't there eight? Why aren't there 11? This is true. <laughs> but this is what we got. All right. So let's let's start with breakfast. Okay. Great way to start the day. Everybody knows I am team breakfast all the way. Yeah. I love I love me some breakfast. This is the first meal in the uh, in the in the Hobbit's day. And therefore, it needs to have a good kind of hearty breakfast. Yeah. That is really meant to like hold you over. Because I mean, you know, you're not going to have another meal for two hours. So this has really got to like hold you over. Right. right. Uh, so we want to, you know, we want to go with, uh, something that's kind of carb heavy, you know, you get those meats. You yeah. always kind of think that traditional English breakfast style of food. Um, but let me, let me kind of, let me pitch you some stuff here. So you're sitting down at your plate, you got uh, hash, hash browns mm. and I'm talking like, like thick cut hash brown potatoes. Yes. Yeah, the good stuff. Yeah. With like leeks and spinach and, and you got maybe some uh, onions kind of mixed in there. You got an omelet next to that hearty mm. omelet with ham and, you know, uh, onions and tomatoes kind of stewed mm-hmm. in and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And we're not skimping here on this omelet. You understand this is a, this is like a three egg type of omelet. Mm. You got biscuits topped with sausage gravy, smothered in the gravy i mean this is this is you know i say i say an english breakfast I'm getting sleepy <laughs> <laughs> no man this is this, you gotta you start today so yeah so we're talking heavy carbs we're talking uh omelet thick omelet stuffed to the brim with like meat like ham and and, mm. and that good stuff you got and you got biscuits and gravy something that i know as a southern man a proud southern man you know about a little something about biscuits and gravy oh yeah of course you've just had this breakfast you're ready for the, you're ready for your day but now you got you got to you got to reach for that church warden. You reach for that lawn church warden. You got to go to your cellar because I know in your hobbit hole, not only do you have a stock full <laughs> cellar of food, you got a stock full cellar of pipe tobacco. Oh, definitely. All right. So what are you what are you smoking after that meal, man? I, you know, we talk about and by the way, just, you know, to the listener, this is all from the hip. So <laughs> that's right. So I, you know, this is my by design. Fir- by, very, design. by design, uh, this is my first impression uh, of what to smoke after Bo describes this meal. So as as Bo describes his food, it's like what you know, and and the feeling you get after coming off of maybe that uh, that particular uh, uh, you know uh, diet. Um, and so you know the the great Southern breakfast is uh, you know one of those things that you you typically go into a food coma uh, afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you talk about the the um, the the carbs, the starchiness, perhaps of of a meal like this. Um, I'm thinking burly. I, I'm thinking. Okay. okay. I'm thinking burly. I, I'm thinking something that is bready, 
and smooth and not too complicated, but very satisfying, comforting, and um, and 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 stronger. Something that's stronger. Mm. Uh, you know, a, a, maybe a higher nicotine content that. Uh, you know, you're just eating this uh, giant meal that's going to, um, you know, make you kind of, uh, you know, lethargic or clumsy. And so it's time to, uh, man, what's that big, you know, after, you know, after breakfast coffee kind of thing, De- you know, make it, make it stronger, fill up my cup and uh, let's, let's start the day right. And so um, I'm going to go burly. And, and, and this morning I'm actually going to go Solani aged burly flake. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great, great tobacco. It's one of those that, if you're a burly lover, you've certainly smoked it before. It's rich and nutty. Uh, you know, is a mixture of of burly from um, you know uh, d- different continents, and it just has a uh, kind of a nice caramelized brown uh, look to it. But the flavor is very um, you know nutty and and bready. You have that toast with jam kind of thing going on. Mm. It's just very very good. So, um, but because it is burly, it has a nice. Uh, full richness that um, you know features more uh, vitamin N, and so uh, a good way to wake yourself up to get your senses going, and uh, certainly recover from uh, getting bulldozed by biscuits and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Gaffigan say like biscuits and gravy, like that, that should be like a you know like a like a crime against humanity or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that's a good that's a good pairing. Yeah, I like it. And and you're you're thinking you're thinking in that same mindset. It's got to be got to have a little something extra, right? It's got to got to get you over well, get you started. Well, you know, you've just you've just eaten all this heavy food right. and so, you know, you, you don't want something at that point particularly complex. Right. You know, you're you're looking for something that, you know, this is not the point where you're going to, you know, really um, you know, pay super attention to, uh, you know, nuance and all this stuff. So for me, burly makes a lot of sense because it has this, uh, just kind of, uh, earthy, simple tones, uh, approachable, uh, you know, comfort food kind of level, uh, for me. And so, uh, that breadiness that's there, that's just very, uh, you know, attractive and, uh, restful and, and, uh, of course also strong is, uh, is, is kind of a nice feature. So, yeah. All right. I like it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we've had one. But what about second breakfast? Second breakfast, <laughs> yeah. So of course that was the uh, the line that Pippin said that uh, that really stuck out in the uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. That's that, right. Uh, inspired every like I feel like there were so many ears that popped up, like perked up when they first heard that. Like you can have two breakfasts in one day, you know? Like, like what a what a novelty! But yes, of course, second breakfast. My fa- my personal favorite meal today. Right. I actually had second breakfast today. Oh, did you really? Courtesy of somebody being a little bit late this morning. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. It actually it opened the door. And, you know, as somebody who is uh, in you're Jackson, welcome, Bo. You're no, welcome. I, I I want to thank you for it because I was about to say like I've been trying to like be mindful about how I spend my meals while I'm here. So this got me a, a second breakfast in. So uh, uh, thanks to the good folks at Primos for my breakfast biscuit that was my second breakfast this morning. But no, the uh, in, but for a traditional Hobbit, they would have uh, you know or, or they would have they they do. In, in the Middle Earth, lean towards something that's going to be a bit lighter when it comes to second breakfast. Mm. And this is going to be less savory and a little bit more sweet. So you got to think of something that's going to have a little bit more of a pastry or a jam jelly type of flavor profile. Yeah. Think of like a strawberry French toast or something of that nature. Okay. You know, uh, what are the tart things that like the, have the jam inside, but then you kind of have, they have the opening at the top. Hey, I know what you're talking about. I don't yeah. know what they're called. It's a French thing. Yeah. Our, our apologies to the French. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those those <laughs> like every week. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So so something of that nature where you, where you got kind of that that fruit spread over a sweet bread or something mm. of that nature. So whereas before it was like this more like you know kind of the uh, the biscuity kind of uh, savory hearty type potatoes. Thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. This one's going to be a little bit uh, sweeter. You're talking fruits. You're talking jams, um, and. I mean, really pastry, I guess, is probably the the best thing in terms of like for a modern context. So, yeah, um, yeah, there we go. So we got let's I like that. Yeah. I, and, and, and so to play with that, I, you know, we uh, we actually years ago designed a tobacco for this meal. Uh, you you have the, the gift of foresight. Tell we, us what you see. We did. Man, I, I, I see uh, years ago. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> man, we, we did. We did. Uh, I, I don't know where to go with that. I, we. <laughs> 
we designed years ago a tobacco specifically for this meal. And, it, and so I'm going to selfishly go with our tobacco uh, at the Country Squire called Second Breakfast. Uh, uh, second Breakfast, you know, it's funny because it does pair with the description you give of this particular meal. You've got the, you know, the, the, the first breakfast or just breakfast, you know, that has more of that savory, uh, you know, kind of uh, fullness to it. Very uh, heavy uh, in particular. The second breakfast, you know, where you start bringing in maybe some more um, some more sweetness. Uh, you think of things like honey and maple and uh, fruit, uh, compote and, you know, jams and things and, of that and, nature. And you might come with like a side of sausage or side, because you know how whenever you oh, get yeah. that at like the, like the store, they always like, oh, here's a stack of blueberry pancakes smothered in maple syrup mm. and like here's a strip of bacon to balance it out. You know, yeah. that, that kind of thing. Yeah, you do. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> Or we got to cut the sweet, you know. Right. That's right. what we say down here. It's like you, you need you need some more sausage. But you got to cut the sweet, uh, yeah. <laughs> As if that's a responsible that's, thing. That, well, for Hobbit, right? Yeah, well, we're, well, we're Hobbits, so yeah. So with this, you know, we are going to go with Second Breakfast, which is a tobacco that we blend at the Country Squire. Um, this is a vanilla with a maple component. Mm. Uh, a lot of people, when they smell this particular blend, the jar note on this uh, features kind of a maple syrup yes. or, uh, you know, a, a pancakey uh, aroma to it. Uh, you know, there's something that, uh, you know, there's a butteriness that's there. The vanilla is uh, is delicate. It's not a syrupy vanilla. This is not a syrupy tobacco. It's something that, um, you know, you don't, you won't necessarily need to dry out or anything before smoking. It's not one of those aromatics that, uh, you know, heavily ghost your pipe or anything like that. Uh, the room note on second breakfast is amazing uh, it, it's yes. something it's something i'm proud of it, yes. it's something that you're like oh you're smoking that oh that's why it's called second breakfast right, <laughs> right. it is it is a an aromatic smokers like like yeah. perfect like holy grail of a of you a can almost think that like yeah if if your if your goal really is the good room note it's a it's a good place Ooh, to go yes sir you know that uh that kind of bacony like a almost like a you know hickory bacon with you know maple syrup kind of thing going on that's a um you know a real a real treat and so second breakfast evokes that you have uh the the creaminess that kind of goes with it and so think of a uh, a nice cup of coffee going with that with maybe a little half and half in it um you know i i'm gonna go with second breakfast i think it's good you've kind of woken up already you've had your second treat of the day uh introduce maybe a little sugar you're starting to um you know make it a little more interesting some more nuanced flavors and uh and less heavy but more you know pleasing to the aroma and so yeah we'll go with second breakfast which is a, a an aromatic we make at the country squire and is a Virginia Burley mixture. Yeah. And and comes highly recommended. Highly recommended. Uh and I love, you know, that just worked out. You know, that wasn't even planned. That just happened. Oh, it did. <laughs> it did. That that's absolutely right. <laughs> I am curious if any other your other uh, uh Lord of the Rings or Tolkien inspired uh, blends find their way in into this. This next one, man, is Eleven Seas. Now, Eleven Seas, you know, all right, you're a hobbit. You you had your big breakfast, right? Right. Or moderate breakfast for you know, because of Hobbit. And then you had your second breakfast, you know, your sweets and everything. So, so you're, you're rocking and rolling. But man, man, oh man, that's that big meal. So you need something that's going to hold you down to get you through the next like hour, two hours, three hours right. to get you there to that next big meal. That's where Eleven Seas comes in. So Eleven Seas is kind of like, you know, that afternoon tea in the morning, right? Because we're going to see afternoon mm. tea. That's going to come back around. But this is almost kind of like you, you think about kind of a, a meal sandwich where that luncheon's right in the middle. You got to have the tea on either side. You need, yeah. you know, and as you pointed out, you, you've had some heavy food. You kind of need to perk up a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, now, I, I don't believe, and I could be wrong. I will kind of throw it to the the um, more more well-versed in, in Tolkien than I. I don't believe that coffee exists in Middle Earth. It is not at, at this at this stage in the game. I don't believe that that's that's the case. Yeah. Uh, however, tea on the other hand, uh, very very much there. So we we are talking about kind of that. Think think of uh, you know we while we would probably want to do our eleven uh, C's with coffee as right. kind of Americans. Um, let's try to be more Hobbit centric and think about the fact that like okay okay well they're tea. You know they're they're going to have like you thinking about dark tea, uh, something that's going to have a caffeine kick. Yeah. To it. Yeah. Uh, you got you to keep on, keep on trucking. Uh, and along with that, you're going to have, you know, some, some sweet treats, but a little bit lighter sweet treats. So instead of like that French toast with like the, mm-hmm. the stuffed with strawberries type situation, think of something like, um, 
like little 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 tiny lemon muffins. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? With uh, maybe little poppy seeds. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. Uh, those little seed cakes. Uh, maybe like a tea cake or uh, um. Ooh, what are those lemon squares? Lemon square, chest square, a pedophore. Yeah, like that that kind of stuff, but like in smaller quantities. Right. Because like really, this is this is holding you over. Right. At the same time, you know, a a meal like this is kind of designed just to create activity in order to keep mm, you awake. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and so you do want something for the senses that, uh, you know, I think is going to, um, you know, be uh, a, a good ritual to kind of get you through that uh, late morning hump. Uh, you know, you do start to get kind of tired during this time. And so you need something that's going to kind of um, stir it up just a little bit, but without, uh, you know, getting over the top, you're really looking forward to midday uh, at this point. And so, I think for 11s, uh, I would propose an English blend, uh, an English okay, blend. Okay, okay, yeah. So we're kind of coming out of our morning stupor. We've done our burly. We've done our um, our aromatic that uh, makes it a little more interesting. Now we kind of need a jolt. We need something that's a little more, uh, you know, full flavored, a little shock to the sense that's going to, um, you know, get us kind of on the on the track to finishing the morning strong. And so uh, an English blend would make sense to me. You want something that's heavy. Uh, obviously, anything with Latakia is going to be uh, on that more full bodied side, but not something that's so robust that, um, you know, it kind of knocks you down for the day. Something that uh, is, is approachable, but but still has that richness that shocks your sense, uh, certainly from the from the second breakfast uh, treat that you had before. And so today I'm going to go with a a very approachable uh, English style blend that is uh, incredibly delicious. It's an old favorite, something that that you know folks uh, need to revisit if they haven't smoked it in a while. And uh, we're talking about GLP's Westminster Tobacco. Ooh, okay, okay, great, great tobacco. Of course, Greg blended this uh, years ago, and uh, one of his uh, you know best selling tobaccos just does uh, does really really well. Latakia Ford. This is an all day English blend. It's one of those that certainly the change of gear from the the uh, second breakfast, you're going to get more of the uh, a nice uh, richness that's that's here that you know is not uh, you know present in those earlier meals. That smokiness that um, it gives you the uh, sense of okay, we're, we're kind of doing business here and we've, we're on a mission type of thing. Um, you know, that's very you're um, just very. Uh, you know, a, a, a good pairing, I think, for this time of day. So Cyprian Latakia, it's paired with, um, you know, a variety of Virginias. Um, and there are some Orientals in this particular tobacco, too. And, and so it has a, a peppery, musty kind of uh, element here that makes it very pleasing. It's a fine ribbon cut, something that, uh, you know, is easy to pack, easy to light. You know, if you're at this time of day and are trying to focus maybe on work and, and not just hanging out with your friends, uh, you know, the, the room note of an English blend may repel uh, the people around you that would be distracting. <laughs> Uh, and and so they, there's a sense in which you know right. yeah that's good you, you've got this uh, this uh, leathery uh, you know musty English blend that fills the room up and so uh, therefore it uh, drives away the people that might uh, distract you from from the important part of you know finishing the morning strong and so uh, I'll have to go that route nice you know decent nicotine kick not something that's overpowering because it uh, doesn't feature a ton of the burly but but certainly the um, you know, or, or Perique for that matter, but the, the strength of it that is there, the sensual strength of, of the, uh, the aroma and the flavor, the robustness that's there, uh, it provides a nice, uh, a nice jolt. So yeah, yeah, I love it. I have to go with that. All right. Well, this is good, man. Like we've, we've started the Hobbit morning off strong. I think that's going to uh, get us for this first part of, uh, of this two part series that we're doing on the, the, the Hobbit meal and pipe plan, <laughs> so to speak. I, I, you know, and I figured out actually, while we were talking about this, I know what I'm going to call this, the series. What? Shire select. <laughs> <laughs> like there, I, my initial reaction was like, I'm so impressed. And then I'm like, that's so lame. And, but yet it's just, it's beautiful. That's what we do. Shire Select. We impress with the lame. <laughs> that uh, you, you have heard this podcast before, right? Like I have. <laughs> 400 times or however many times. Yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah. man, Shire Select. Shire Select. Oh, man. So this is part one of Shire Select. We'll have part two. <laughs> Y'all, he just fell out over here. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. We got part two coming your way. But, uh, you know, great. the great thing about this series is it, it <laughs> does this wonderful thing, which is blend food 
and pipe tobacco. And when it comes to taking like food product and tobacco product and marrying them in a way that only a true genius can, you got to look to our friends at Missouri Meerschaum for the really great quality corn cob pipes they have. And I know they've got the perfect series of pipes to complement this particular series of podcast episodes. You are not kidding. And it is the Cobbett series of pipes, of course, made from our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. They do such a good job uh, with these four distinct shapes, the uh, wizard, the dwarf, the elf, and the shire. Um, You know, these are shapes that evoke that uh, sense of, uh, you know, mystique and mystery and, um, you know, legend, legend and meta narrative and all those things we love to talk about um, that have gotten so many people into pipe smoking. So, you know, if you want to scratch that, uh, that itch of having something that, uh, you know, is more playful, fun, uh, maybe fantasy oriented, uh, but then uh, also smoke a great you know, corn cob pipe that is a, a great smoking pipe in its own right. Uh, one of the Cobbett series of pipes is uh, is certainly what you need to smoke. Absolutely. And hey, uh, you know, I know a lot of our listeners probably do have uh, pipes from the Cobbett series. It's a great week to uh, enjoy with your second breakfast. Uh, if you happen to bust out uh, your 11 C's uh, tea and, and treats, be sure to smoke your Cobbett pipe and take a picture of yourself doing so. Tweet it out. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Mirsham know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Man, I'd love to smoke the wizard right now Woo! with a big old bowl of Westminster. That's and it is eleven thirty-five as we're recording, so hey. that that would make good sense. Yeah, that's time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code Champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week coming in from Greg. Here's what Greg had to say. Uh, Hi, guys. I hope you're doing well. I just had a quick question. Uh, mainly for John David. No offense, Bo. I was, <laughs> it's always implied it's for John David, <laughs> but I appreciate that. Uh, I was wondering if you had any advice for smoking indoors. Given that you can smoke inside the Country Squire, I was wondering if you have any special air filtration apparatus or apparati. Uh, anyways, love the show <laughs> as always. Best. And that is again from Greg. Yeah, Greg, great question. In a in more industrial retail environment where there's just, you know, dozens of people throughout the day smoking a variety of pipes and cigars and imported cigarettes and all this kind of stuff. You know, we we do have a more robust uh, air filtration system at at the Squire. We uh, have a combination of machines. One is the Blue Ox uh, air filtration system. The other are smoke eaters, which uh, are smoke particle ionizers actually that um that, that kind of work in tandem with the traditional air filters and so you know these are going to be more again industrial uh, you know kind of uh commercial grade type of stuff um if you're looking for something that uh it, you know is more 
uh, perhaps worthy of you know a, a living room or an office or a, a man cave or something of that nature, um, you might look into a rabbit air. Uh, air filtration system. Um, you know, they're not cheap. These are, you know, relatively expensive uh, systems. I mean, it might cost anywhere from, uh, you know, $600 to $1,000. But if you're talking about turning a dedicated room into a place where, um, you know, the the smoke uh, mitigation is very important and it's going to add to your quality of experience, it may be worth uh, you looking into to this. Rabbit Air, they make a variety of, uh, of, of you know, finishes and uh, different models and all this stuff, but they're kind of the, um, they're kind of like the, the Apple or the Tesla of the filtration world. Wow. You know what I mean? Like huh. they kind of had this like, you know, cool designs. They're nice to look at. They're, you know, uh, they're not cheap, but they, you know, made very high quality. They stand behind their product, all that kind of stuff. And so, um, so I would look into, um, look into one of those, um, you know, the smoke candles that you get, uh, they, they work okay. You know, it's something that can help neutralize the odor, but, um, but you're not going to want to rely on that as a, um, kind of first line of defense against smoke. You'll really want to get something that you know is better about the uh, filtering, and, and, and I will say what's really important on whatever filter you install is that it has some type of charcoal uh, filter involved. The charcoal is very important because it reduces the odor. Mm. So you're not just getting rid of the smoke; you're getting rid of the actual odor. Charcoal activated charcoal has these. Uh, you know, it's imagine a you know charcoal particle that basically been treated so that it's got all these little fissures inside of it, and so these you know this charcoal because it's been treated in a certain way it has all these little fissures that provide an opportunity for odor and smoke collection and so uh, that's why it's kind of the gold standard for you know odor mitigation is because it uh, is incredibly absorbent in this state and so uh, you want some kind of charcoal filter uh, you know in this uh, in this environment so yeah check something like that out I think it'll help uh, and and uh, obviously a uh, you know a handy bottle of Febreze never hurt anyone either <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm curious what is the sound like on most filters in, in particular yeah the ones we have at the shop unfortunately are pretty loud you know they, they really are loud um you know it's one of those things that is a trade-off uh they do make <laughs> oddly enough they make like silencers for some of these uh some of these things that you can buy that actually uh you know you put on there to mitigate some of the um some of the noise but you can read the decibel level which is interesting enough on a lot of these products and so when you're looking for different filters you can actually uh, you know air filter mechanisms you can actually read the decibel level that they emit and so compare those while you're while you're searching uh, and maybe look for something that has a lower level if that's important to you so some people don't mind the kind of uh, you know sound of the air air blowing you know through this filter uh, the noise that it makes the motor running all that kind of stuff um and then some people that's going to be you know an important thing to avoid so um your mileage may vary you know i always think about like when we uh for the the you know a couple couple years that we were doing the the show in the shop uh after hours there was always like we had to turn off the uh, the filtration because it we was, did you know i'd forgotten about that yeah and, and you know it's and you know i probably most people roll in there don't like barely even notice because it's yeah. part of the experience and everything <laughs> i go in there because we're about to record and all i can think of is you know, one particular person that needs to get out because they're loud, and then you know the, the the system that's not quite as loud as that person, but but on up there. And so we had, had always had to shut it down. I will never forget the first time we installed a smoke eater in our shop. Yeah. I, I will never ever forget it because our dear friend Bill, who's in our shop every single day to this day. Um, our dear friend, Bill, he, he, we turned it on, you know, we hung, he had the contractor hang up the smoke eater, uh, you know, installed it, you know, got all the filters set up and everything and then turned it on and it made all this noise. And he just kind of sat there staring at it while he was smoking his Savinelli. And then he turns to me and he says, that's kind of like having your wife in the room all the time. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why Bill's always at the Country Squire. I know. <laughs> oh, man. I will never forget Bill saying that. Wow. And, uh, and so, yeah, we try to keep the volume down a little bit. My goodness. That's crazy. <laughs> well, there you go. Constant drone. That's like having your wife in the room all the time. Yowza. <laughs> Yowza. Greg, hopefully that helps you, man. There's, <laughs> good, there's good therapists in the world that can help you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully that helps you. And, hey, if you've got a pipe question for us, send it into the show. That's show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio.com. 
Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions. Weird, but you know what? We'll keep it. Hey, this is the meal edition, which is appropriate. Very. Yes. All right. Here we go. This you can only have one. Okay. All right. I, I, and I'm, I'm I tried I tried to come up with this on my own just to try to go with the, the topic and everything. Yeah. So so if it doesn't land, that, that's totally on me. Here we go. Okay. All right. Uh, eggs or bacon? You can only have one. Bacon. Really? Yeah. You would have bacon without eggs. You would have eggs without bacon. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people eat eggs without bacon, but I mean, I. It's bacon. You never say no to bacon. Bacon is always a compliment. Eggs is always like a main what? dish. No. Really? You think yeah, of bacon? I can, I can okay. eat a plate of bacon. Wow. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean, that's why I'll die at 50. But <laughs> <laughs> I I love, I, You never say no to bacon. Fair enough. My blood pressure has taken that ability away from me, but I'm, <laughs> that's good. Uh, toast or jelly slash fruit. Let me explain this one. Mm. So the idea is that you can have toast, but you can't jelly it. Or you can have fruit, but no like starch Got know, it. Like, to go along with it. Got it. Mm. toast yeah because you can sneak honey on it (laughs) (laughs) cheater that was the right answer yep uh tea or coffee coffee yeah i'm I'm coffee all the way occasionally i'll do tea but yeah yeah gotta gotta have my coffee uh and then finally a fish with tartar sauce or lemon lemon i love adding lemon to basically anything yeah but but that tartness that you add to uh, to really high quality piece of fish, that's that that's pretty clutch. Yeah, I, you got to go lemon all the way. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you were you were correct on everything except for the bacon, <laughs> or one would argue I was correct on everything except for the bacon. Right, right. <laughs> one way or the other. There you go. Uh, that's our quick fire for the meals. Hey, if you've got quick fire questions for us, send them on over to the show. That's show at countrysquireradio.com. That was actually a quick quick fire question segment. Yeah, How about good. that? Yeah, yeah proud. <laughs> Your thoughts. Your, Your comments. comments. Listener feedback. All right, listener feedback coming in this week. Uh, first one up is from Dan. It says, "Greeting, gentlemen. This is Daniel Samford, aka Creators Designed Pipe uh, Craft." Uh, hang on, let me try that again. Greetings, gentlemen. Daniel Samford here from Creators Design Pipe Craft. Uh, at your service. Just wanted to bring to your attention a new Netflix original movie with a pipe smoker lead character. It's called The Dig, and I'm enjoying it currently. Blessings, Dan. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, no clue what The Dig is about, but sounds awesome. Yeah. So that's that. I have not seen this yet, but I'm always very curious whenever I see kind of like a, a especially a main character that that's a pipe smoker. It's yeah. Something. It's an aesthetic that you don't see all that often. But mm. I feel like there's kind of like right now. Uh, a sense in which, you know, especially Netflix series is trying to do some things. It's like, oh, you you don't see this on TV, but it's Netflix because it's not TV. It's HBO. Uh, Netflix. It's, Netflix. <laughs> it's not TV. It's HBO. Ne- Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that makes sense. I, it, I, I have a feeling we're going to see more pipe smoking uh, characters in, in the near future. So that's cool. I have to check that one out for sure. Uh, thanks for that, Dan. All right, man. Who's uh, who's the next one from? Next one's from Timothy R. Mooney Jr. He says, hey, just joined up and wanted to say thanks for all the content over the years. I've been listening for a couple of years now and just pulled the trigger on Patreon. Uh, well, take care and can't wait for more CSR down the road. And that's from Timothy. Um, man, thank you so much. We appreciate uh, your support, Timothy. Thanks for listening for you know all these years and going through the auditory uh, punishment that is uh, that is a weekly dose of me and Bo. So <laughs> we're, we're very grateful, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's always great to uh, get that feedback and, and hear your thoughts. I want to encourage uh, all of our listeners. So this is this is a very interesting uh, series that we're doing with the kind of the going through the various uh, Hobbit meals. And I feel like like, the, you know, so more often than not, you know, we obviously we have the amazing palates and talents that is John David Cole. I'm curious, though. Based off of kind of what these meals are, what would your choice be? Like, yeah, did John David like like nail it for these meals, or would you have some different different advice? I, I'm just curious what that what that'll be from folks. And uh, so, email us as as we're going along. Kind of keep a keep a little running tally, like for each meal, like what you personally would kind of consider your breakfast, first breakfast, breakfast, your second breakfast, your 11 C's uh, pipe tobacco. We'd love to we'd love to see those and kind of see where everybody lands. 
I think that'd be fun. Yep, I agree. All right, man. That's uh, <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us for this week. We want to let everybody know they can keep up with us. You can send us your feedback. You can email the show, show at countrysquireradio.com. You can also follow the show at Squire Radio or John David Cole at John David Cole or the shop at underscore Country Squire or the show, which I just said already, which was at Squire Radio. But all that information and more <laughs> can be found at countrysquireradio.com. Well, man, this has been a lot of fun. We've been talking a lot of food like leading up to lunch. I'm hungry. Now I'm hungry too. Yeah, so- it's time to go in that kind of all this breakfasty related stuff. It's like, man, I, I think I might go to IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a great thing. See, like we get to go to lunch now and then we get to come back and do the dinner stuff. Yeah, I know. Like right? afternoon to dinner stuff. It's going to be great. This, yeah. this is this is like next level <laughs> thinking. Not beneficial to anybody but us, but it is very beneficial That's right. to us. <laughs> all right, man. Let's go have a meal. See you, brother. your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.